Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week we've got John Bomarito and Chuck Wallace with us from the Bomarito Auto Group um, to talk about one of our favorite races of the year coming up and the uh, the last oval of the year. So bittersweet and exciting. It is. It is. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen, very much for joining us. So first up, we've got the race coming up, which is very exciting, and we'll talk about that. But I kind of would like to know how you gentlemen both got in into racing, into cars, et cetera, because deep down, we're all just fans. <laughs> well, you yeah, guys, uh, again, this is John, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Chuck take that one because it's probably most, in, in fact, his uh, fault that, or I would say his mission in life to be in the race car industry a little bit. Um, you know, we're a 50 year old company in the auto business course in, in St. Louis, Missouri. So we're, uh, about a thousand employees total. Uh, we've been in business 50 years and we're in the auto industry. We started, uh, as a single point Olds dealer back in 71. So our main focus has always been automobiles and selling and taking care of customers. And, uh, and we got a little bit, I'll, I'll let Chuck finish the thing of how we got involved a little bit, but um, he's always been a diehard race fan. Um, me, not so much, um, but just, you know, he's the executive VP of the company. And over time, um, it's kind of evolved into something real special. So with that, I'll give it to Chuck and let him give you a little bit of history. But um, it's really kind of a cool story. And it's grown and grown and gotten uh, fairly big in a short period of time. Excellent. That's a great story. I... I've been going to Indy since 1978. So I love it. I, I live there. It's my passion. I've loved IndyCar since I was a kid. So I've worked for John for 30 years. And prior to that, I worked for his father while he was in college for maybe two or three years. So I've been around a long time and I know John really well. Uh, it all started with the racetrack. I was, it was Gateway. Now it's Worldwide Technologies, you know. Um, they called me and we did a small partnership at NHRA on some signage on the front of the drag strip. And we started with that relationship. And then maybe a year later in June, the truck race was here. The NASCAR truck was here. And they called me and said, there's a up and coming young kid from a nice family that needed tires on his truck. And he'd be willing to put John's name and logo on the hood if uh, we would give him money. So we gave him money and here we are, you know, and then two or three years later, we got inkling. I got inkling that they were going to get IndyCar. And when we finally knew it, I went to John and I said, John, look, you got to put your name on this deal. Your family is a local car company, very successful, and it just works for us. And, you know, that's really how the thing started. And it's just getting better and better with each year. That's excellent. I love it. I love it. And um, you're absolutely right. It has just gotten better and better each year. Um, and it came out of the, out of the gate. Uh, very impressive. Um, and yeah, you guys are a local household name in the St. Louis area. So it's kind of a, kind of a perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. Well, Abby, uh, Chuck, Chuck summarized it pretty good there, but uh, it's really evolved into something, something very, very special where, you know, we have close to 40,000 fans will show up to the race come this weekend. Um, you know, last year we had a really good attendance despite COVID. We were probably one of the Nash from the first nationally sanctioned events that uh, got approved for fans in the stands toward the end of the season. So we were really excited about that. And we worked really hard with IndyCar in conjunction with IndyCar. And uh, in 19, we actually did a double header, the first ever double header in St. Louis too. So um, that was really exciting. But 
you know, the relationship that we started with uh, now Worldwide Technology Raceway, uh, not only on the IndyCar side is involved, that, that, that young truck <laughs> race driver is Jordan Anderson, who we now uh, are a paid sponsor and, you know, <laughs> very close partner with on the uh, truck and the Xfinity team side. So that relationship's evolved. And the IndyCar relationship has continued to evolve. And in fact, um, you'll see us at this race, a little uh, tidbit of information, you'll see us re-sign another five-year agreement uh, with IndyCar to continue the Bomberville 500 into the next five years. That's, that's awesome. Um, no, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. What, I mean, you guys have been the, the title sponsor since it started five years ago. Happy five-year anniversary. Um, what is there something specific about, you know, um, well, now it's worldwide technology, but, you know, some of us still accidentally call it gateway um, or, or the race or any car that, that has just kind of made you guys say, yeah, absolutely. Like we were there for the first five years and, and now you guys are ready to re-up for another five. Which is awesome. Well, and Molly here, you, you got to remember this, this town in this city has been a very good to our car company. I mean, we are mm-hmm. number one choice for all their automotive needs. Um, we retail close to 36,000 vehicles a year, um, one at a time. You know, of course, we fleet and have a great relationship with Enterprise and, you know, another probably half a million cars. So, but I mean, that 36,000 is one at a time. So the city and this town has been very good to us. So when you look back at it, my father's always said, you know, you're entering, you know, you're, you're a legacy family here, 50 years in business you know, give back to the community that's been so good to you. That was one of his whole mantras for Chuck and I growing up. There's no better way to give back to your community than bring world-class racing to the St. Louis region. Um, Think about it. We've got the Stanley Cup Blues. You know, we've got a great baseball team with the Cardinals. Uh, We just got approved for MLS soccer uh, team. So what else is left? What else can we do that fits our mantra? And, uh, you know, Chuck and I, when he started bringing me the scenario, you know, first it started out a little bit, uh, you know, then you start thinking about it. You know, we're going to make history here by bringing world-class racing to our own community. And that's going to be our legacy and something that goes down in the history books for us. And we're really excited about that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you should be very excited and very proud about that. Um, <clears throat> you know, I grew up in Speedway. And so the 500 was my hometown race. And, you know, I remember when it's not this way anymore, but when there were local car car dealerships and these household names that had these big dealerships Mm -hmm. that you knew and you trusted that would sponsor one-off drivers and things like that. And so seeing you guys be the title sponsor for so long is um, also brings back a little bit of nostalgia just because I'm, I'm used to seeing, you know, that's kind of how I grew up with IndyCar is seeing, you know, these, these name, you know, house, like I said, household name, automobile servicers, providers, et cetera, be hand in hand with IndyCar. And um, yeah, I love, love to see it again. And I'm glad to hear you guys will be back for five years. And I, I know our listeners will be glad to hear that because it's a, it, you guys just put on such a great race every single year. Speaking of of local, um, you know, we've got a great relationship with Curtis and Chris and all the employees at the Mm -hmm. track and, you know, we're the only local sponsor on the circuit. Everybody else is national. And we have John and myself and the company have great relationships with digital companies, TV stations, radio stations, influencers. We have contracts with all those people. So we're able to get out in the community, 
And we start lighting the race up early May and we advertise it hard all the way till the end. Mm-hmm. So we have those local contacts. It's not like, it's not like we fly in on Thursday and hang out. It's a suite. We're working that every day along with Curtis Francois and Chris Blair here at the track. And it's a, it's a great team. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we've had yeah. Chris Blair on a couple times before and yeah, you guys know how to promote a race weekend and you, and you know how to host a race weekend. Um, you know, one of the things that has been the, the, the death of some other ovals is that there's not any other track activity. Well, you're hard pressed to find downtime when you go to worldwide technology racing, (laughs) you know, it's almost like when we go to meet up with people, it's like, okay, I can meet up with you. I've got a 20 minute window and that's it. Cause then I want to see what the next thing is on the track. Um, and with having the benefit of already knowing all the local advertisers, I mean, it, it shows, I love that the last two years, the main grandstand sold out and we had to move mm-hmm. into the stadium seating, which by the way, is not a step down in any way. We sat there last year and those are fantastic seats as well. There's not a bad seat in the house. Um, so yeah, you guys do do a stellar job of promotion and your hard work shows. Um, I mean, I think everything that we have local here in Indy, we see somebody from Worldwide Technology Raceway out there talking to fans, yeah. meeting fans. Um, and I think that it, it shows that you guys are a local sponsor. It has a very, uh, hometown grassroots kind of feel to it, but still also all the professionalism and, you know, good things about, about your wonderful promotion or promotions. We had Scott Dixon in two weeks ago. He was gracious enough to come in and we put him in front of every television station live, (laughs) um, took him to all of our influencers on every radio station live. And he worked from uh, about seven, eight in the morning till about four o'clock that night and then went back to Indy. But we have that kind of relationships with everybody. We, we can really get the word out. That's yeah, wonderful. That's amazing. That's just a testament to your guys' work to make sure that this is not only a great product, but a successful product. It's really awesome. Well, Abby, you, you talked about the racetrack a little bit, Abby. I mean, it's a mile and a quarter oval and you talked about the seating and the stands and um I was listening to Simon uh, uh, Pagano today. He was uh, he did a nice another interview, a call in interview with one of the local TV stations. And you know what he said? The amazing, cool thing about the track is you know it's wide open. Um, there's a lot of activity, a lot of uh, passing back and forth, a lot of competitiveness. But he said you know the cool thing is the fans actually can see from every point point in the track on this beautiful oval. And there there is no bad seat in the house. And, you know, they can see all the fighting. He calls it the fighting going on between the drivers, you know, as they go into the, you know, and intense every turn is because they're all a little bit different. Um, And the drivers like the track. In fact, they love this oval because one, they can maneuver on it and two, they can pass on it. And the show that they put on, you know, he, he got off the air and he said, you know, make sure you make sure you tune in. Um, because we're going to put on a great show and, you know, cause he knows that the action and the activity is going to be awesome. So it's, it's really neat when you hear the drivers talk about the track, I'm saying in a nice way. And then how, you know, the fans experience the race and how the excitement transfers to the adrenaline rushes through the stands. You know, when you, when you see that race start at the start and they come down, you know, you know, off the uh, three wide, and then they come back into the two and they do, they do that, uh, you know, they come down that first straight. It's, um, and the stands are on their feet yelling and screaming and the adrenaline just rushes through you, you know, and Chuck and I always look at each other and that's the best feeling in the world. That's how we know. 
I believe it. I believe it when, I mean, it is, it's awesome. And well, and it starts off with fireworks. Yeah. Um, so you, it can only I mean, get just, better from there. It can only get better from there. And you're absolutely right about, you know, just the energy and the stands. I mean, two years ago when it was that battle with Sato, TK and mm. Ed Carpenter. Um, I mean, it, I feel like it shows in the racing, how much the drivers enjoy that track. Um, I, I feel like you'd be hard pressed to decide who enjoys it more, the drivers or the fans. <laughs> I agree. It's also beautiful because you can maneuver around the track fairly easily. Um, you know, Chuck and I really, uh, you know, we spend some time on the circuit. We not only go to make and build relationships, we always are looking at other ways of how to improve the fan experience. Because, you know, they think about it. Some some of these fans maybe hit three or four races. They don't get to hit, you know, or this might be their only race that they hit. So they got. We have to make sure that fan experience creates what Curtis and and Chuck and I and Chris Blair call the memory of a lifetime, and that's really what we're after. So we go to these other tracks and we'll pick up a little bit of tidbit. You know, we were at the, uh, you know, a big machine Bach in Music City Grand Prix the other day. You know, when there's if you can go and take away one little thing that, hey, this will work at our race. It worked great here, but it might even work better at our race. Or, hey, that worked great at the Music City Grand Prix. That's not going to work at our race. Um, and, you know, we, we really work when we're there. <laughs> and uh, we come back with something, you know, always to bring back to Chris and Curtis. Say, hey, we want to do this. What's this going to take? And uh, it's really cool to do. But Chuck and I do, that's kind of our mission. You know, we don't just go to the races to watch. We go to races to borrow really good ideas. Another thing, another nice thing about the track and the fan experience is parking and access accessibility. I mean, you got access to the mm-hmm. airport. There's four major interstates right here, come together right where worldwide technology sits. So it's easy for the fans to get here, whether they fly, whether they drive, there's great camping and um, the parking and what they've done to the track to get people in and out of here is just fantastic. It's a good experience. That- yeah, no, that's absolutely right. Anybody, uh, you know, we drive down from Indy and I would be the first to tell anyone and everyone, if you think you're like, I, maybe I should do it. It's maybe one of the quickest drives um, mm-hmm. and the easiest drive from, from Indy. And I'm sure other uh, Chicago will probably show some, some really good kind of Midwestern centers. You guys are perfectly situated and you're right. You can get in and out of that track with no issues. It has blown me away every time how quickly we can get out. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, Chris, and you met and talked to Chris. I mean, he came from Vegas, you know, and he really does know how to set up a whole weekend of racing where the excitement never stops. And then how to get the fans in, make sure they have a great experience. And then when they're done, so the rush doesn't leave that in any way when they're sitting in the car, they, they, that rush continues. You don't want a fan to come out of there and sit in the car for two hours trying to get out. And he's really, really cognizant of that. Um, in fact, I'll watch him on top of the <laughs> of the tower, you know, at the end, and he's on the top of the tower watching to see how everybody's exiting. So that's how intense Chris is with the way he set up the ingress and egress of the track. That does not surprise me <laughs> at all, knowing Chris. Um, but you're absolutely right. You want to, I mean, people are going to, they're going to, you know, be in the car for a little bit and they're going to be on that high and talking about the race, but yeah, you're right. They don't want to still be on, on the property for the next two hours. Um, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think that's excellent that you go to, to other races and venues to kind of see what, what would work for you guys and what you can do better. Cause like you said, it might be somebody's 
only IndyCar race. And I think that's what makes you guys excellent brand ambassadors, not just for your race, um, not just for the Bomberito 500, but for IndyCar as a whole. I've been the racetracks where you're in the car longer than you watch the race. Oh, yes. That's so fun. That's that's when you're looking for the helicopter out. (laughs) Exactly. That's when we look at each other and we're like, okay, who do we have to know to get on the the charter jet? Right. Mm -hmm. Faster, quicker, easier next time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, we went up to, and, and you're right about the drive. We were just, and Chuck and I went up to the road course the other day, got to see a great uh, NASCAR slash uh, dual IndyCar race in the same day there. We had IndyCars first and the Xfinity race and, of course, the Cup race. And, uh, gosh, they do such a great job at Indy. Um, but it was a three and a half. You know, I got I got home in three and a half, about three hours, 50 minutes. You know? And I got yeah. in and out of the track beautifully. Um, you know, it all went seamlessly. And, um, you know, we aim and we call it, you know, kind of like the, um, you know, the Bomber to 500 is like the uh, kind of a mini Indy 500. We want to make sure we create that same fan experience. And we've really watched the Indy 500 closely. Um, we're excited about it. As you should be. I feel like it has definitely become a, a must go to race for a lot of, mm-hmm. I know for a lot of local Indianapolis people. Um, I mean, we have, we have a whole group of people that, that come to it every year and it's just become, even if, you know, money's tied and they don't go to any other races, they're going to make it to the 500 and they're going to make it out to worldwide technology Wasteway for the Bomberito 500. Um, yep. And like you said, it just, you know, it's, it's an oval, but it's that, you know, egg shaped. And so each turn is different. And the mm-hmm. fact that you guys are so invested in making sure that it's a good on-track product i mean it definitely shows there's multiple lanes there's a lot of passing opportunities um and so even you know for your your seasoned fans who sometimes (laughs) like to nitpick every little thing it's like well (laughs) you say what you want but it it's a great race every single year you can't deny that yeah, that's for sure, you guys. We're it really, I got to be honest, we're really excited to have one fans back in the stands at full throttle. Yeah. That's the way we're going at it. I mean, uh, you know, let's, if you just take a look at, you know, back at, you know, uh, during the whole COVID scenario a little bit, I mean, it it really lets you hit the reset bit, bit you know, kind of what I call the reset button a little bit, and then really appreciate how much and crave how much you really did and what we saw the audience of craving racing. So it's just gotten, you know, once we started to go back, it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can see the fans coming back and back and back. And it's really fun to watch. Um, you know, we called, you know, 2020 was kind of a reset year. And then, you know, here we go. 2021 has been a really good year. It's climbing back and back. Um, so, you know, here, this is going to be a great turnout. Um, you know, we're, we're going to run it wide open. IndyCar has been very, very good to work with. Um, it, and it's going to be an absolute blast. Um, weather always seems to cooperate with us. Chuck and I, you know, always seem to have a good turnout. I don't know. There's gods are in our favor here, but, um, it's always, it's, it's been a great scenario here. You know, we're in our fifth year and I appreciate you guys saying that five year anniversary. That's, you know, Chuck can actually put that on our shirt this year. I was looking at the shirt and got, God, Chuck, that flew by quickly. Um, and then here we go in the next five years. You know, we're not getting, uh, me, me and Chuck, we look at each other and go, you know, we're not getting younger at this, but we're getting better at it. 
So we're it's very, very excited. Yeah, I we like learned that. We learned a lot mm-hmm. with COVID. COVID taught us a lot. I mean, we um we changed some things around, obviously last year for safety and social distancing, but the things we're working on right now at the track, I'm actually at the track working on our experience center and uh, with our event planner. And we we're still setting things up like that. And it gives the ba- fan an even better experience because we actually put less people. The track holds a lot of people. We put a little bit less people in our personal space and they got a, they loved it last year. So we kind of went that way. Excellent. Yeah. I'll say we loved it. We, um, we ended up in the stadium stands with a friend of ours and um, yeah, being able to be kind of spread out. It was, it was really nice. Um, And it was our first year actually watching from that, from those stands, which I think is where we're going to watch this year too, because that view was fabulous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a a fantastic view. And that, man, I'm, I'm not surprised you all are, aren't already working, you know, hard and at the track um, for the race. What do you, you know, it's, it's coming up, um, you know, NASCAR, uh, the, the trucks start uh, on Friday. What is something that's always hard to say, like, what are you most excited about? For me, the answer is everything. Um, but maybe if you kind of maybe had to highlight a few things that, you know, either something you've added or, or racecraft, or I'll be honest, one of the things I'm a little excited about is that, you know, we've got um, our, our rookie, uh, Grosjean, is, he's trying ovals, and he's, he's picked this oval to try for his first time. So thinking out this, this race this weekend, what are you guys kind of excited about? Well, Molly, I'll take that first one. Let's just talk about the truck series. Um, you know, that partnership that Chuck and I avowed back in 16 with Jordan Anderson, he is going to be running in the number three Bomberito Chevrolet. So uh, we're excited about that. He's going to come in uh, on Wednesday. We're going to do some, um, you know, meet and greets with him Thursday, bring him by one of the dealerships on Thursday too to do a meet and greet. He's going to do a little press junket in the morning. And then that, um, and then that Friday, of course, he runs, um, in number three Bomberto Chevrolet. So that that's evolved into something cool. We think he's going to be very competitive this, this particular uh, weekend. Um, we've worked hard to make sure the truck's ready. And, um, you know, Jordan then leaves Friday late and he, he will be running uh, Saturday in, in Michigan in the uh, number 31 Bomberto Chevrolet uh, in the Xfinity series. <laughs> so <laughs> we're kind hey. of, excited. he's doing the, you know, he's doing a double, um, he starts here in Missouri and then ends up in Michigan. So that's pretty exciting. We'll get to see him twice. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll stay here and make sure the Bomber 500 goes on without a hitch. And uh, we just hope that Jordan does real well on Friday night and then does, does uh, real well again on uh, Saturday. So we're excited about that. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, 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 the epic day is Saturday. You know, something that um, we know that the attendance is going to be awesome. Um, we can tell from the numbers right now <laughs> that uh, yeah. it's going to be an abs- absolute great day. Uh, people are going to see, you know, multiple things. We have the vintage uh, Indy cars that day. Uh, you know, we have also, I'm looking at my schedule right now, we also have, um, you know, uh, Indy Pro, and then we have Indy Lights running that day. And then, of course, you have the, you know, uh, IndyCar series running there at the end of the day. So you've got a full day of racing. Um, and, you know, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. 
Um, and we've got really all the good drivers. Everybody's turning out, you know, especially, you know, there's a lot of them that kind of aspire to be on ovals and are good at ovals. Um, so it's going to be a hell of a competitive race. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what you're looking for exactly, Chuck. Uh, you know, Chuck's got his own. He, he likes a few things he's looking excited for, too. So I'd like to hear what his are, too. Well, my weekend's already started. I'm at the track. I'll be here until Saturday night. And that's that's John's given me the ability to put the deal together as far as Experience Center for Bomberito. And I'm very fortunate to have that. And, you know, Jordan, like he said, Jordan comes into town Thursday. I call it the road show. We're going to put him on TV and all the radio stations and all the influencers we have. Um, truck races is going to go down. You got you also have um, vintage car, vintage Indy cars here. But I think what I look forward to the most, obviously, I love IndyCar. I love NASCAR. But it's just the fans. It's electric here. Mm -hmm. On, on Friday night and all day Saturday, this place is on fire. And, you know, we open it up to our employees, so it's a good way for them to get out and have a good time. But just walking around, walking around the paddock and the midway and the experience centers, people are just having a good time. I mean, it's, it shows and you can feel it here in St. Louis. I meant to, to, to ask you guys, um, you know, and, and when we go, we've always said you guys do a, a really good job of having your, your employees there at the race. And I, I think there's like a, a little setup for them. What was kind of the, the impetus behind that? I, I think it's great that you're like, come on over to the race. But was there, you know, a couple of employees who said, yeah, this would be great a week ago or what kind of started that? We've got an experience in turn for when you're here, you got to come see it. You got to experience. It's fantastic. And that's the, that's the space I was talking about earlier. I'm here mm -hmm. working on it now, but uh, yeah, we, our employees go. And honestly, we've had so many requests from the public. The track has had so many people call and wanting to get in our experience. And we opened it up to the public this year and sold it out. So wow. yeah, a lot of people called and asked for it. They're still calling the track asking for it, but it's, it's something to see. We're in turn four. It starts at eight feet goes three levels. You can see the whole track and we've got an indie car bar. Uh, we've got, we've got a, so we got a, uh, we got a partnership with Master Sullivan on the indie car side with the number 18 with Ed Jones. So we've got a duplicate indie car bar, uh, in our space. It's a real indie car and lit mm -hmm. up. It's really fun. And it's, uh, it's, it's logo, just like the car on the track. That is excellent. Yeah. Vassar, Vassar Sullivan, they are, they're great to work with. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, we've been working with them too. That's another partnership that evolved through the IndyCar relationship. And we've, you know, just another great group of individuals that we would have never met had we not gotten involved with IndyCar. Um, you know, Dale Coyne, Jimmy Vassar, Sully Sullivan. I mean, um, and, you know, we travel around, uh, you know, and have the same type and we watch how other tracks run different experiences at the same time. And then again, we bring those back to us, but they're um, another really great team that works really, really hard in the IndyCar series. So we're proud to be partners with them as well. We do driver interviews in that space. We'll have Jordan Anderson, obviously, on Friday. We've got, uh, uh, we got TK. We've got, uh, I'm pretty sure we have Hinch. And obviously, we're going to have Ed Jones. So we'll do, we'll do three or four, maybe five interviews throughout the day for the fans and the people, the people in our space. We'll also have a huge demotron in the front so people outside our space can watch and listen as well. That's excellent. Oh, no, that sounds um, like a great plan. So 
Uh, we'll have to advertise that space a little earlier next year since you're already sold out. We'll have to make sure we uh, let our listeners know ahead of time because that sounds that sounds like the place to be. Yeah, come, by, come by and see it and experience it for yourself so you can talk about it. it. It really is special. And, you know, John's allowed us to just go carte blanche on the deal and make it make it the way we the same way we run our company. Excellent. Well, I'll we'll take you up on that. Um, you say <laughs> the words IndyCar and bar. And I mean, we we're there. and and abby and molly we make it easy for the employees to attend the ones that want to attend you know not every employee there's a thousand of them not everyone really enjoys racing like the four of us do um but if you do enjoy racing and they want to come we make it very easy for them we we make their schedule accommodating at work you know i'll run a really skeleton staff here or there set and you know we just work around them so they can attend the race that's the first thing you know, if you if you if you got a ticket and you want to go, you know, we make it easy for you to attend. Um, you know, but that's that's a way you give back to the people that have been so good to you. And you know, that was kind of Chuck and I's you know whole mantra behind it. Let's make it something. Let's give back to then let's give back to our employees. And um, you know, they've really got behind the whole you know Bomber to Five Hundred. They've really got behind the NASCAR team with Jordan Anderson. Um, you know, we update them weekly. They all tune in on the weekends. You know, they'll be selling cars and all the TVs on the showroom beyond the IndyCar. You know, they'll be in the NASCAR and then all the TVs will flip over to IndyCar. You know, and <laughs> we're Honda dealers and uh, we're Chevy dealers. I mean, we've got both franchises and we support them very heavily. And we're proud to really put that Bomberito brand right up next to Honda, Honda, right next to Chevrolet, then right next to NASCAR, and then right next to IndyCar. I mean, think about, you know, positioning your brand with those great brands that have built so much brand equity over time. Um, So we're very proud of that. And uh, we're having a good time with it. Plus, we're growing our business and our footprint, not only locally, but regionally. That is excellent. That's excellent. I love it. Well, and um, I say when when my current, when our current uh, camping vehicle, which is a minivan, retires i'll i say i think we might be coming to the st louis area for our our next uh, travel vehicle well we'd appreciate uh-huh. it so we uh we, we, don't you, we'll deliver that to you too if you need to what'd you say <laughs> nationwide we can deliver that one to you no problem you just pick that baby out okay all right that's what i like that's what easy. i like nice and convenient Make um, it easy for you. you know I, we I, can I, schedule it around a race you know <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now that would be fun. Show up with one, leave with another. A lot of people do that. You guys, a lot of people do that. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you guys say so you guys do a decent amount of business this weekend? Yes. A lot of people will come up and they'll trade cars and you know, it's, it's funny. It happens around the race or it stimulates it too. you know, Hey, I need this. Hey, I got to have this, you know, and uh, you know, we're, we're salesmen at heart and you know, we stop and make sure everybody gets taken care of. That's excellent. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. It's like, well, if I'm going to be there anyway. One car at a time. You get it. One car at a time. Every every car is important. Every car sale is important. Well, and it sounds to you guys, I mean, the way you run your company, every employee is, an import, is important. And um, that's definitely transferred over to the racing world where every fan is important. And I think that that, that is exactly why this has been such a successful event. Oh, you guys, and we we hadn't touched on this a little bit. So it's the fifth anniversary of the Bomber to 500, but it's also the 50th anniversary of our company. So that this year's Grand Marshal is a tribute to my father, 
who's uh, 86 years old. It's Frank Bomarito. It's all over the social media outlets right now. Make sure you follow at Bomarito Auto and at Bomarito 500. Um, but, you know, Frank is and my father, of course, and he's going to be our grand marshal as a tribute, you know, to a legend in the automotive industry. Um, he's really started this company back in 71, um, although he's not as active this year, you know, this, in, in these last few years, um, you know, not day to day for quite a while. But, you know, he's got the heavy lifting for Chuck and I and a, another group of management team that we really you know have built this business into something special. But you always have to go back and remember how it started and the people that got you there and the culture um, that he had created that we've gone ahead and, and grown into something just absolutely tremendously huge. And uh, we're blessed because he's actually going to attend this race, become the grand marshal. He's going to say a few words, um, you know, uh, before the race starts, which, you know, it's, it's really, really cool. So we're excited to have him. Uh, his wife, Lisa is going to be there in attendance. Um, you know, Chuck's even got him doing a little signature ride around the track in a Bomberto Audi. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> little convertible bomber to Audi that he dressed up for him. So, um, oh, that's great. Now is he going to – sorry, go ahead, John. So, I mean, if I was to look at something really, really special, I mean, to, you know, experience that with my father who, you know, um, you know, he's been in the house for, you know, quite a while with this COVID. Um, you know, but he's taken him out and to do that is really going to be something special for me, especially us and the family. Oh, I bet. No, that's that's fantastic. Um, is he going to get to give the command as well? And um, believe it or not, it's going to be me. That's kind of something that I always love to do. Um, in fact, I'm going to be doing the command for the NASCAR Truck Series on behalf of the Toyota dealers. We're a Toyota dealer as well, um, and that's going to be on Friday night. And then on the command on uh, Saturday will be myself. Um, and that's kind of like, and you know. Chuck always likes to wave the green flag. I like to do the command. And then, you know, Frank's going to be our grand marshal. So that's kind of our uh, routine that we've got into in, in, in in sync with. And uh, that's kind of our uh, claim to fame, I would call it. It's fun. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I see you, you have earned the right to give the command. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's, that's a very, that's a very cool way to, uh, to honor the 50th anniversary and your, um, yeah. See, and, and Frank, who started it all. So. Yeah, lots of exciting things this weekend. Um, I would say probably the most exciting for both you gentlemen would be the opportunity to sleep again after the weekend. Because um, <laughs> I imagine it's been a, been a while since either of you have gotten a, a full night's sleep um, with how hard you work. We're not complaining. We're not complaining. You know, I think, I think one of the most satisfying things for me is throughout the last five years when we first started this journey, it wasn't like it is today. Um, you know, we were in St. Petersburg this year. We had somebody wearing the Bomberito 500 shirt, T-shirt they bought at the track. We have people come up to us everywhere, especially the last two years. And this year has been amazing when we travel. Um, you know, obviously we have Bomberito shirts on. It's not necessarily that we're celebrities, but they see the shirt. And I mean, you know, safety workers, fire guys, um, fans, everybody at the track. It's, it's amazing how many people say, You've done a great job and thank you for bringing the sport back to St. Louis and thank you for working so hard and making it a really, really good show. It's, that's really, you, you get in your car and go home and you're walking, you're like you, we're doing something right. It's really good. You know, absolutely. Um, I, Gabby had to work the first year, but I've, I've actually gone um, all five years and, and I can tell you as 
you know, because when we go, yeah, we're working, but we're also fans. First year was great, and and you guys have just continually made it better. So I, I think you might be kind of some some race circuit celebrities. Um, you might have to you might have to start saying that. I think you might be because everybody just is always excited about this race. So thank you. I wanted to just add my thanks to that one too. Well, ladies, it just lets you know it's an honor and a pleasure to be associated with it. Um, you know, Chuck, like I said, got us involved with it, and I, I couldn't be more pleased. Um, I got to tell you, while Chuck's on the phone, and I'm not going to tell you that it's just because he is on the phone and with us today, but he makes uh, it very easy for me and our family to be involved because he does a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, he's, like I said, he's probably been working on this since February. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And down a little bit. And it goes on and off from February all the way through race day. And then what happens after race day, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, a little bit of lull. And then about within 30 days, we all meet again and figure out what was good and what was bad. You know, we make a list. Okay, look, this executed beautifully. And that's why it's basically transformed into something even better every year because we streamlined a lot of stuff, made it easier figured out what was important, what was not. And, uh, you know, Chuck's been the impetus of that with along with Chris Blair and Ed Declan O'Neill and uh, Curtis Francois over at the track. So um, they work continuously, even while, you know, I'm back, um, you know, running the automotive side, Chuck's on that motorsport side, keeping things, you know, moving forward in anticipation. Of this event. And I'm really, really grateful and really thankful for that because without Chuck, um, I think, uh, you know, I still have some hair left. He, he does not. I'd probably lose all the rest of mine. So I, I got to tell you. John, thank, thank you for the kind words. But, you know, there's so many people behind the scenes that make this thing happen. I mean, just everybody knows what it takes to put on a party like this, an event like this. We have an event planner who helps out a great deal. Employees help out. The track helps out. I think that's one of the coolest things is our relationship with the track. Especially, yeah. I mean, we, all, we actually like each other. We actually go to dinner together and hang out once in a while. Um, but no, it's good. I was being interviewed, I don't know, a year or two ago. And it was the, the one of the influencers asked me, what's it like when you wake up on Monday after the race and you look back and you look at what you've done? How do you feel? I said, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed on Monday. <laughs> I understand that. I understand yeah. that. It's uh yeah, when race day comes, it's almost bittersweet because you're so excited for the race. And then there's a party that always thinks, damn it, we only have a few more hours and then I have to wait a whole year for this again. Right. Um, yeah, that re I remember that reporter, Chuck. He expected something real dynamic and you turned around and said, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that conversation. <laughs> I remember he was interviewing there. You know, he was waiting for something really, really big and dynamic. And he <laughs> You know, on TV, he goes, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the answer he was expecting. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, really at a, I was at a loss, too. I didn't know how to spin that one. I feel like any race fan, though, completely understood. Any race fan listening to that interview heard depressed and probably thought, that's yeah, that's I get that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Post-race depression. That's the thing. All right. Well, we're going to ask you gentlemen each one more question, but before that, I want to just tell you a quick story from last year. Um, a random fan had heard Molly and I talking about the race and had come for the NASCAR trucks, but then 
you know, had heard about it on TV and the radio and had interest in the NASCAR trucks. So came to see them and then decided he'd come back and see IndyCar. And so he was just asking a few questions and things. And he was just so excited about it and had, um, I think two, one or two little kids with him that he had brought to the track as well. And so it just, you know, experiences like that. I'm like, yeah, you are doing it right. When you've got people that just hear about it, bring their kids and, you know, and it's a fun day for everyone. Like you are, you're doing something right. So well, on, on a, on a fan thing, if I may say, it's not like normal stick and ball sports. This is what I always tell people. You know, baseball players, hockey players, basketball players, those are all very talented people and those are great sports. But they go through a tunnel and they go out onto a field and you don't touch them. Yeah. And you're very, you're very, very lucky if you get an autograph or if your kid gets a ball, that's a treat. On With racing in general, especially IndyCar. IndyCar does it better than anybody I've ever seen. You have access to the pit, the paddock. They talk to the kids. They take pictures. You can, oh, really yeah. interact. You can interact with the drivers, the owners. I just think they... I think the fan experience is second to none. Oh yeah. You know, very lucky in that way as a fan. Yeah. I agree. I agree. We are very lucky in IndyCar with uh, the accessibility we have. So, which I actually, I spoke to somebody earlier today who was asking me, um, they're not gonna be able to make it out to WWTR this year, um, but it's absolutely on their schedule for next year. And they said, how's the accessibility? How's the pit and paddock? And I said, it's great. Just like everything else that track does. I'm like you. You won't be disappointed. So yeah. wide open. It's wide open right now. IndyCar's wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. So here's the question, and we just want your answer as a race fan. So take off the promoter hat. Who's going to win the IndyCar race this weekend? We know who you think's going to win the NAS the NASCAR. We know yeah. that. We know that answer is Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got that figured out. Jordan's going to win it for Bomarito Auto Group. We got that. All right. Who's going to win the IndyCar race? Go ahead and tell me who you think Chuck is going to win. Uh, I'd like to – I love all the guys. I hope, you know, everyone doesn't hear this. But I think um, Scott Dixon won his 50th race here last year. Mm. He won his 51st race in Texas this year. And um, I'd love to see the guy go to 52. because I think 52 is the number for um, – I think that that's Mario, I believe. And then I, I think, believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Boyd's got like 62. And I know Scott's on the hunt. He really wants to leave that mark. So, you know, I got to travel with him a couple of weeks ago and do the road show, like I, like I said. But it'd be special. I'd like to see him win it here again, again in St. Louis. He won last year, too. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. Um, for me, it's just like what Chuck said, every one of these drivers, if, if, you know, and I, and every time I get a chance to see or talk to one of them, I thank them because they've done something really special for this racetrack. They've helped us put it on the map. Um, you're going to see not only, you know, great races like this to, you know, happening at the racetrack, but a bunch more things to come. Um, and it's because they have embraced worldwide technology raceway. Um, in, you know, the IndyCar series, and they've talked so highly about the track, the reason we're going to have more opportunities with other different venues or different sanctioning bodies, et cetera, is because of them. So uh, with that said, uh, my top two would have been Joseph and Scott, Um, two great, great drivers. They both won here before. Um, Back in 17, the first race, Joseph won that race and excelled and went on and won the championship that year. 
Um, we <laughs> to watch what he did. It kind of, this race kind of, uh, you know, put that fire under his finish for that, you know, that particular season. Um, oh, yeah. Dangerously good on this oval. Um, so my top two picks would be Joseph R. Scott, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Scott Dixon. So those are my two top picks. But um, again, anything can happen. Um, it's the, it is really, really a competitive with a lot, a lot. There's some, and I'll tell you, there's some great young drivers coming up in this series. Um, so I don't discount any of that in any shape or form. Um, so let's see what happens. And uh, the best way to see what happens is show up. <laughs> we know that's the truth. So yeah, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet. Bet it any better. <laughs> yep. One thing about St. Louis, and there's never been a boring race here in five years. I mean, every, every single race is a nail biter. I mean, it's the size of the oval, it's the speeds, they're constantly passing, but it's, it's like a, it's like a photo finish every year. It's all, it's exciting. It really is. I mean, it is, it's one of those races where I don't think we leave our seats. It's like, and if you have to actually, I had to leave my seats one time last year and I was, cause I was like, okay, I have to pee so bad. I like, I have to go. And I literally pulled it up on NBC gold, which is now Peacock. Um, so that I could yep. still see the race while I went to the bathroom because just my scanner wasn't enough. I needed to see it, not just hear it. That's a fan there. That's a fan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> we are yeah we are we are fans first that's true well gentlemen thank you again very much um our listeners know they can find everything for us at fastcarsfastgirls.com and of course you guys already said your twitter um at bomberito auto and at bomberito 500 so make sure if you're not following them that you are um they do put out excellent social media because you guys just put out excellent products period and while you're in the st louis area pick up a new car why not yeah <laughs> All right, ladies, don't forget about bomber.com. So again, you know, hopefully one, we got to thank all the fans that have come out in the last four years and we're looking forward to growing that fan base larger and larger every year. So just uh, again, please put it on your calendar. If you don't have it in your calendar and you know, if you want to see a great, great race, everybody just show up on uh, Friday and Saturday here, because it's going to be a great weekend of racing in that St. Louis region. It sure is. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank Absolutely. you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks so much for having us. See you over the weekend. See you on the weekend. We will. Bye Bye now.